Welcome to the Super Friends Podcast, where we talk about comics, superheroes, and all things related and in between. I'm Brody. And I'm Brian, and today we're going to be finishing up our Joshua Williamson Flash Run, our series. Yeah. Single tune. It was all a sad day. come to an end. It, it eventually had to come to an end, but you know what? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time with Joshua Williamson. It's one more Flash story. It's just a tiny little Flash story in the Flash 800 issue. Issue. where they invite all these like writers that had wrote for the flashback so like jeremy adams writes an issue he does the whole wally run that takes place after finish line um because <clears throat> jerry jeremy adams is going to take over um after joshua williamson um then joshua williamson does a story i think mark wade does a story and then the new writer does <laughs> so it's a good story That's pretty cool. but the basis of it is Barry just goes back to the future and hangs out with his kid. They just hang out with their kids. Ah, sounds like they're messing with the timeline. With Don and Don. Yeah. Don and Don. That's such a mean thing to name your kids. It's it's almost like you know naming something. It's it's you know you have twins. You name something similar. I don't know. Maybe it's different in the future. That's always the excuse, right? Uh, it's yeah, things are different in the future. But it's Dawn and Dawn. It's the same name spelled different. It's just <laughs> they add Maybe the letter because everybody has like hollow tags or something in the future. Who knows? Who knows? Either way. Okay. That's weird. So we finished three episodes finished. long. Three episodes later, we have crossed the finish line. Oh, good one. Honestly, perfect name for a book to end your run. And, like, it ties into the storyline, too. It's, like... Definitely. Masterpiece. It was perfect. Down to the last minute detail. Detail. (laughs) It's so good. I honestly, like... This is what I was talking about with, like... You start with lightning strikes twice, and then, like, everything just gets better from there. Like, you just go... It just gets better. I never got bored. I kept wanting reading. It just... It's perfect. It's perfect. I almost didn't want it to end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we've done this every other time, but loosely. What was your favorite art? Um... Because I think there's, like, three main artists. I only have three volumes in this run. Um, but... So basically, you have Howard Porter, who does art like this. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I love Howard Porter. He's probably one of my favorite ones. Howard Porter's fantastic. Then you have, I think his name is Rafa Sandoval. He does, like, the ultra-realistic text. Like, honestly, like, his the most. Like, oh, he's got dope ones, yeah. He wrestles and holds beer. It's really cool. Can see the you can see him everything about him like you get like Perfect. details like taking picture. Yeah, Rafa Sandoval, that's who did it. He well he There's a different inker and color and stuff. But he's really good too. He's really good. I like, I like his the art. Um, I'm trying to find the art that I don't like. There's one art style that I have a really hard time with. Is it where oh, everyone's like goofy? Oh, I like this art too. Do say. Do say. Because I like how that he draws the um, just the flash suit. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I love like his art. I love all of his art. Um. Let me see. I gotta. If it's not in year one, then I got. I, I think Howard Porter draws all of year one, actually. Who did for year? You said year one was. Um, Howard Porter. Yeah, year one is all Howard Porter. Howard yeah, Porter I really like the art one. in year one. I really like the art in year one, and and um, Rogue's Reign. I like the art for those two. Fantastic. It's especially what they draw Captain Cold because you can see he's older. Especially the fact the last time we saw, we saw Cold. 
you know, he's still like, he's almost like a redhead, but like, you know, he looks younger, uh-huh. but he's been gone for like several issues, several volumes. He's just been gone and he shows up again. He's got like this white beard. He's gotten older. Mm-hmm. He's like more grizzled, grizzled and dark. Yeah. But we'll get to that in Rogue's Reign. We'll get to that in Rogue's Reign. Yeah, exactly. Um, Death, Death from the Speed Force. The beginning of Death from the Speed Force, I like the art in the beginning, but I don't like the art towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't really like it that much either. But, I mean, like, it could have been a lot worse. Like, Yeah, oh, yeah. It's- I'm like, like, I'm not bashing on any of these artists. Like, they, they're people who, I just, personal opinion. Like, it just wasn't for me there. Personal it's kind of like, I don't remember which one it was. We were talking about it. It's when Barry first had, like, a vision with him and Wallace and Wally. And oh, I said, I like that yeah. Goofy. And I didn't like that art that much. I mean, if you like, if someone likes that art, there's no problem. You can like whatever you want. Just personal preference. Yeah. I thought they looked goofy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he ever draws again. I don't I didn't remember seeing any of his art again, but... I, I'm A lot of people might have had the same opinion as me then. He obviously didn't get the memo about Iris's hair growing. Because at the beginning of Death in the Speed Force, when she shows up, her hair is, like, below shoulder length. And then, like, you flip the page, and it's the new artist, and her hair is, like, up to here. Yeah, I mean, if, if anyone knows anything about me, it's I love continuity. Whether it's in a movie or a book or TV show, I love continuity. So, when it's, and I, so I notice, especially when something obvious like that, I notice. Yeah. That it's, I like that breaks the continuity and bugs me. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, <laughs> oh, my heart, oh. It just hurts sometimes, but... It, it hurts to be this good, Brody. You know what it's like. I've seen how they... Like, I've looked into it. I've seen how, like, they lay out how they want the artist to draw, you know, when they're writing the comic book. So I get that if they... Maybe the certain artist didn't get looped in or... Really, whoever, like, looked at the drawings, that it got past them, not really the artist, I feel. It's just a lack of communication between departments. Yeah. And we talked about that before. It's just, you have yeah. a lot of departments to make a comic. <clears throat> like, in we talked about that in the button. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Batman run, they draw the flat, the reverse flash symbol with a white background, and then the flash run has a... Yep. This is a lack but, of yeah, communication between It's people. really just the greatest trick to be able to get, you know, different companies to work together. I uh, <laughs> Nice one, nice one. And to segue... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're actually going to talk about the greatest trick of all. Where they do some massive retconning, but that's New 52 and Rebirth for you. No, it's not not me over here who likes New 52. Because Trickster freaking worked with the FBI before Flashpoint. Yeah, and then he now, you know... Like, he was a bad guy. Then he made a deal with the devil, which he talks about. Like, he pulled a trick on the devil. He actually mentions that. And then, like, for a little bit. Um, And then they all slowly started turning evil. Pied Piper always stayed good. Pied Piper never went back to being evil. Um, Yeah, he always stayed. Because he's with, um, why am I blanking on his name? Ting. Thank you. I'm like, I know who he is. He he never went back to being a bad guy. He's always been a good guy ever since. Wally's best friend. He's been a good guy. Um, which he's Wally's friend in the, his run. Wally's run on comics. That's pretty okay. Then, and, and, and then Trickster joined the FBI, and he was like a good guy. Um, and like, was hunting the rogues. Like, to bring them in. For a while in New 52, Cold was with Leonard. And look at Leonard. Cold was with Lex. Cold was with Lex. And they were both with the Justice League, you know, just yeah. like they wanted to be there. But, like, they were both good guys for a while. They were getting straight. And at the end of New 52 Flash, the rogues worked with the police. Like, I remember that. They were good guys, and now, mm-hmm. and they slowly turn back to evil. Yeah. Well, and it's the whole thing about, the rogues, we'll talk about this more in Rogue's Reign, but they're always, actually, the seeds of it start in Death and the Speed Force, which I thought, actually, skipping ahead real quick, I thought was beautiful. Like, Barry's dealing with this one story, and they said Wallace and Avery to take on this other side. So you got, like, these two, like, plots, like, working together oh, yeah. throughout the story. And oh, then, good. boom, you get 
rogues reign and it's like this is how we got here it is so crazy how well that worked but let's start with the greatest trick of all brody what was your thoughts on it i really like this one they do a lot of heavy lifting with trying to introduce james jesse back to the normal audience because i mean axel walker was the trickster that started in new 52 so everybody knows axel walker um if you've just start, if you've been reading comics for a long time, or a lot of comics like I have, um, then you know who James Jesse was. But it's very easy for the reader. Like, did you know much about James Jesse, Brian, before reading The Great Trick of All? Nope. <clears throat> exactly. And how did you feel? Did you feel lost at all with any of his? Not really, because they did a really good job of like even re going over his backstory and everything, mm-hmm. and how like. And especially as he said to the comics, he doesn't want to go back to being a loser because he was the trickster, but then he kind of became a joke. And you kind of like, mm-hmm. like I, I understood his backstory that I wasn't confused. And especially it helps that then like, even in the TV show, The Flash, and they had the trickster and it was James yeah. Jesse that was yeah. running the show every time. So that helped having that background. Plus yeah. it's Mark Hamill. So I mean, I had to, I had to, I had to like it. It's Mark Hamill. I have to. What can I say? I have to. Yeah. But I like I like James Jesse. I think I like James Jesse better than Axel, to be honest with you. Yeah, Axel's kind of an annoying kid, and that's always been him. Like that's always been his role. But he's um, been a punk. He's always been a punk with like a side that you're like, at the end of the day, he is just a misguided kid. Like, yeah. It messes me up anytime he talks about like his arm being gone or any of that stuff. Like, like this kid had his arm ripped off. By a gorilla. Yeah, he's just messed up life. More than the rest of rogues. Right. But, but, yeah, Greatest Trick of All is great. It really goes heavy on, like, Trickster being like, oh, like, this was my plan, and then I realized that there's all these new forces out there, and I'm going to use these now, too. He uses the Sage Force really well. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, what was his plan before he knew? I don't know. Because he, he says that, he does say that um, he didn't know about the forces until he saw them, and Axel tells him about the forces. And then he's, he probably had some other plan he bailed on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, he used the Sage Force, because, like, he used the Sage Force to make everyone happy, and and uses, like, Cold's technology to mm-hmm. make, like, the snowfall, so he makes everyone, like, super happy. So yeah. they all just kind of do what he wants. And I do like how the whole time you had Kristen's like her secret boyfriend, and you see it's James Jesse. I was like, no freaking way! Like instantly, like, oh you're God. like, I know what's up. I'm like, it all makes sense now. It all makes sense now. But it also like works really good, like time wise. Everything gone for so long that James was able to do something like that because he's like, yep. you know, I haven't been home. Like, I should probably go back to Central City and see what's going on. And then he's like. What is going on here? Like, some stuff is happening here. I don't like this at all. I even this love, there's like a tiny word bubble with that cult leader he turns in. The cult leader's like, this place is freaking dead. I love that. Like, <laughs> Wolf is like happy and like, everything's cool. And then, oh, thanks, Barry. And uh, thanks, Flash. And everyone's happy. And the guy's like, give me out. He's creeping me out. And then he goes to see the prisoner again. And right before he gets turned happy, he's like, this is like, this is freaking me out. Can you take me to Arkham? Can you take me to Arkham? Which I'm like, you know how bad it has to be to want to go to Arkham? <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. It's honestly hilarious. But, um... Yeah, and it's really good. I really enjoy The Greatest Trick of All. It's okay. one I don't actually own. Um, so I did read that one on digital. Um, I like the story, but it's not too bad. It's not my, like, favorite art, but, it, like, it's not bad art by any means. Um... But it's great. And it's good. It makes sense why, you know, Barry wasn't there. And, like, because he was dealing with the whole, you know, death of Wally and everything at Sanctuary. Sad day. And then his imprisonment at the end of Heroes in Crisis. Did you read the price? I know we didn't assign that, but did you end up reading the price? I didn't. Yeah. I would find it. Yeah, the price is just—it's really just like 
reissue where Batman and Flash just work together. It doesn't really add much to the Flash mythology. It's more of a Batman story. Kind of like the button was more of a Flash story. Um, the price is more of a Batman story because it deals with Batman and sets up the really part you need to do is just Barry's mad about you know Wally yeah and Irish they have a whole fight and stuff which is referenced in one of those (laughs) but that's really all you need to know when it comes to that then at the end of greatest trick of all I love it it's it's such a good segue it's not when he gets the Yeah. It doesn't feel like you're just stopping, like, the run to, like, shove in your origin. Because sometimes when, yeah. like, creators take over books, it's like they're telling a story and they're like, oh, actually, I want to tell my own version of this character's origin. So, uh, let me shove that in there. Let me shove that down your throat for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, no, it's still so it's like, and it's a shock. It's a surprise. Jesus shows up and he's like, you need to remember, like, your... It's, it's not a one-time time thing, too, because he offers to do it for... I think he tries to do it to Forza, too. Mm-hmm. And I think he tries to help Psych, but then Psych is, like, Psych is, like, just a jerk. Psych is a horrible person. He's just a jerk. But I like how it does segue perfectly into it, because we got to see, like, year one, and it was, like, a... Because we got to see Old Barry again. And I love old Barry, especially, like, the comparison between, like, younger Barry, who's just barely got his powers, and old Barry, who's, like, (laughs) jacked. (laughs) It's true, though. He's, like, yoked, dude. Absolutely shredded. He's so yoked. And, like, it's not even funny. He's, like, like you walked out of the forest, there was a man. Wearing a bright red suit. Yeah. It's just but like it's cool. Um and then I think oh, with um the greatest trick of all. And it doesn't also like immediately end with him getting blasted by um, you know, steadfast. They don't cut it there. They have like one more page where they like Barry's like gonna go to the comic store with his mom. Oh yeah. I do like when you see the comics I'll say flash which has Jay Garrick on there. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, that. is this a memory pre-crisis on Infinite Earths because he was reading Jay Garrett comics because blah, 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 Earth 2 and, or is this comics made about Jay Garrick World War II efforts when he was in World War II? I know more stories about why Jay's comics are there. That's what I it, it's It swings both ways. It, it's, it cuts both ways. It's a double-sided sword. Continuity is the thing. Okay, we struggle with those. Okay, if anyone wants to give DC fans crap, well, your continuity. I'm just giving Marvel fans crap. And I'm like, well, your stories are poorly executed in comics. All right, they're they're poorly executed in the comics. I listened to a, a video about that where they're literally like, DC tries. Okay, they tr- make sense. Sometimes it doesn't make it make more sense, but they try to fit everything into a nice line. Marvel's like, yeah, you want to tell a story about that? Sure. I don't care if you need to kill the whole universe. Fine. And it's terrible to do that. It just... Because then you have stories... Because we try because... I mean, like, we try to fix continuity. Cause we have, but we have also, like... Cause we don't want to reboot everything because this is a really good run that's going on right here. We don't want to cut that off. Marvel's just like, we'll just cut off everything and start over. And I'm like, no, don't do that. It's or bad. they're like... Yeah, so I know... I know I just said that, like, this character is... It's a lot more money if we do this. And it's like, then you sit there and you're like, homie, no. Whereas at DC, they are like, sometimes it's money, but other times it's just like these three people want to do something, so they just do it. There's no problem with that. Yeah. Or it's just, or, you know, Marvel, you know, they're like, oh, people always say, like, Marvel's better than, like, your movies. You have you have a better built up cinematic universe, but you realize like you I I read Infinity Gauntlet and I know like I think that was probably better executed in the movie than it was in the comic. Uh-huh. 
Their comics, they've got great storylines that just are better executed in a, on screen. Whereas mm-hmm. DC, our comics just rock. Mm-hmm. Especially the good writer. I, I'm definitely not saying every DC comics rocks because I've definitely read some rough DC comics where I'm like, right, that kind of dropped the ball. <laughs> but I mean, it could be a lot worse. I mean, like the the DCU period. That's the that awkward period between where they were like, actually, we're gonna abandon. But it was before Rebirth happened, so they were like have choice over continuity so that's when like you know like shirt superman showed up and robot batman and <coughs> wonder woman and they're like yeah still and dark side war happens in here somewhere and it's like i don't understand <laughs> and i found this whole other because i was i was reading rebirth justice league and they keep Rao? Like, oh, oh when, when we fought Rao, I was like, when did they fight that's like, Rao? isn't that Kryptonian God? Isn't that? Yeah, he's like, the Kryptonian, Kryptonian God. God. Uh huh. And that's I, what I like, thought, I'm like, I know Rao. Like, when did they fight Rao? That's so why I Googled it, like any good person would do. And I found out the entire Justice League run that was happening at the same time as, like, the last issues of New 52 Justice League, where they fight Rao. What? It's called JL. Oh my, my head. <laughs> it's it's after Dark Side War because Superman references um being <clears throat> like a little weak because of the fire pit, but it's before he like becomes T-shirt Superman. It's weird. Continuity's weird, but well, you like, know what? Wonder Woman is already the god of war. Because they mentioned that. It's so weird. Confusing. Yeah. But, like, Jessica doesn't show up, and she's, like, really important at the end of Dark Side War. She saves the day. Yeah. I'm like, what is what? going on? I don't know. <laughs> I tell you what, though. Who we really need in the DCU... We need Jessica. I'm gonna say it. We need Jessica. I like Jessica. She was like one of she's like one of my favorite Green Lanterns. Cause I do like how like she got taught to be a Green Lantern with Power Ring. Was so she she got to learn. And then she did I and then when I was first reading Dark Sword, I was like, No when she died. And then she got the Green Lantern and I was like, Yes, yes, it's a win. And then it was like they're rebooting, you know, so it's gonna be rebirth. And I was like, I swear, if Jessica Cruz is not a Green Lantern, I will flip out. And she's on the cover. And I was like, oh, yes. yes. And she got her own series. Her and Simon got their own series. It's called Green Lanterns. I I need to read that because I like Jessica. I thought she's cool. I, I read it because cool. I read How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. But <laughs> I swear, if I read if I read her run and then they do something to make me hate her, I will be so mad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see. Um, Anyways. Year one. <laughs> Year one is fantastic. I do like if we get to see more of the turtle because I don't I feel like he gets he definitely got slept on in Flash because he just died. Yeah. But he's like epic because he like oh well he just makes everything slower. No, not really. It's like it's it's the same thing as like Flash isn't just fast. Mm-hmm. Their access to the speed force and the still force. It's not just all yeah. the he just makes everything slow. He is a still force user. It's much yeah. more complex. <clears throat> and it kind of slows him down, too. But I love his whole thing of, like, I can wait forever. Like, I'm not going to die. Which is terrifying to think about. I can wait. Because, because he just doesn't, I mean, he outlives his whole family, and then eventually, I hate, it. I don't hate, I hate him, because he's a bad guy. But I love how they show that he's, like, he waited out his family, and then realized, wait, I can suck the speed out of them. Because then, so then you see him like kill his family, who've <laughs> taken care of him for years and years and years. Right. So I'm like, you horrible man, you horrible man. Yeah, he's awful. Then he turns into a baby. We need to see more of the turtle. He's a baby in. A... Just a 
absolutely to Biggie, but grow the grod wears him on his chest. That's hilarious. In like a baby carriage, so he can slow down the flash. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. We need to see Turtle in like a like the D the new DCU like James Gunn's DCU. We need to see. Mm-hmm. We need to see. Yeah. Turtle. Yeah. And Captain Cold. Okay. Also, um, this isn't about year one, but do you understand what I mean now when I said like it has to happen before Death Metal? Kind of, yeah. But, like, it's this weird period. Because, technically, the Flash Age and Finish Line shouldn't happen. Yeah. Because it says little footnotes, like, oh, see, Dark Knights, and then Dark Knights, Death Metal. Because in Rogue's Reign... Up in the sky, right? The Doom Signal. When that happens in the Justice League book that starts... That starts a battle with Perpetua... And then they lose that battle, and it starts death metal. Really? And Flash really is in that battle. Is is that why that he's not there at the beginning of Rogue Train? Because the beginning of Rogue Train, it's just Kid Flash, Avery, Iris, and Commander Cold. No, he's. That's why. That's right. That's right. He's locked on Cold's basement because then Lisa breaks him out. Uh-huh. What the flipping what? It makes no sense. It was at a time where they were just like, screw continuity, basically. The only way in my in my head canon, in my head canon, the only way I have solved it is that they have like a throwaway line in um, Year of the Villain, which is like what that whole thing is called, <coughs> leading up to Death Metal, where they say time and space is broken because of what Perpetua is doing. I'm like, well, that's it then. Like, this was happening over here at the same time this was happening. Because it doesn't freaking make sense because time and space is broken. That's it. We're sticking with that. We're sticking with Perpetua screwed it up. It's that's all, my all, that's my explanation. That's all I have. <laughs> all Perpetua's fault. I blame. I blame her. Because, like, if... And I was like, oh, Barry's stuck in a prison. I wouldn't have too much of a problem, you know? Right. Because I, like, okay, that's kind of inconceivable, but I could fit it in there. You know, it could... It just continuity, like, especially this like these last few comics. The continuity starts getting weird because Death Metal supposed to be at the same time as like as we've seen mm-hmm. these last like one, two, three, four, five comics. Yeah, it's like Death Metal supposed to be out at the same time, and it's like but the Justice League like it's because I remember you talking about it's like they loses, they lose, and they're like in mm-hmm. yeah, like Wonder Woman's been like brainwashed and it's like their jailer and uh-huh. someone's being poisoned, so it's like. And Batman's dead. So it's like, they lose. But at the same time, Flash is over here, you know, taking on the rogues and Grodd and Turtle again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and Paradox. I like Paradox. Yeah. I love Paradox, actually. I think he's a really cool, interesting villain. I do love Flat, Reverse Flash, though. Being like, let's just kill him, as a, let's just kill him when he's normal. I don't see a problem there. My guy. Um, yeah, so year one is great. Um... My favorite panel in year one is the last panel where he, um, where is it? This one. Oh, I love that. Love that. That's your first, that's your first inkling that like the real Flash family is going to show back up. Yeah. Cause you're like, wait a minute, that's Johnny Quick and that's Jesse Quick and that's Max Mercury, and that's and that's X-X. Jay Garrick, who hasn't shown up yet. <coughs> because in the Justice League book, they like go back in time, and they meet Jay Garrick in World War Two. Dude, Jay, leading up to Death Metal, and that's why he's back because they. Like... But it's also because okay, Doomsday Clock. Doom, because Doomsday Clock. <laughs> it's 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 hard being a DC fan times. It was a rough just, time for DC. They uh, just fired their uh, editor and. Oof. They really didn't have anybody in charge, so people were just like, huh, "I'm gonna write this." <laughs> I'm just gonna do this. No, don't do that. No, I'm doing it. Me. Ah, uh, well, okay. 
Like, actually, you can't do that because we gotta have, like, we gotta let this guy through. It was, like, that one of the busiest intersections. Oh, gosh. That's exactly what happened. And then everybody's like, I'm gonna go. Like, no, I'm going. And, like, we just have car crashes all over where just, like, things don't line up. Or, um... So, basically, it's, like, what happened. But there's a there's a Batman story, okay, like, running. And... It takes place, they say it takes place after death metal. Hmm. And then they just give like this one little word. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it's like Rachel Gould talking to Batman. Because like they didn't stop any of the books when death metal happened. Yeah. So there were still stories running, which is the biggest problem. But then nobody was checking yeah. with anybody. So they gave away the ending. Of death metal in a like nobody cared about it. So basically, DC Comics and DC Studios were having the same issue. There was no one to say what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Hopefully, we fix things now. <clears throat> we have um, Jim Lee is now the editor in chief. Okay. Good. Good. And there is a um, there's a strategy called writing the line. Which basically means if you write enough books in DC's publishing line, you can basically control the line. Which Joshua Williamson's writing like half of the books. <laughs> because he's like their best writer, so they're like, please fix this. Yeah. So like he's writing Flash, Green Arrow. Uh, I think he's doing a Robin book. Like, Ooh, nice. He did a Batman book. Like, he's just like, like the big summer event they're doing right now with Night Terrors, he's writing that. I saw that scene from Night Terrors. I don't remember which it was, whose nightmare it was, and I was like, this looks epic as all get out. Super fun. The Flash one is super fun. It's about like his nightmare. It's about like Wally West. And he keeps trying to save Wally from Grodd. Dude, that's horrible. But pretty cool at the same time. But like, Wally, before he dies, tells Barry that, like, he slowed down. The reason Grodd was able to hit him is a monster in the Speed Force. So that issue ends with, like, Barry, like, saying he saw the monster that Wally saw. And then, like, it ends. And I have to pick up the next issue when it comes out. But... Anyways. So good. And then they end year one, right? Right. Actually, another thing about year one... And future book Barry's like, I'm gonna need to ask you some questions to make sure you're from the right timeline. <laughs> He's like, Wally. Uh, yeah? No, I don't know. Wallace. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> I love that. Wally? Okay, Wallace. Isn't the same thing? Okay, good. I love that he doesn't answer. <laughs> He's like, good. And just. Yeah. He's like, has no idea. And he's like, Iris? And he, did, he goes, Iris. A friend? And he goes, okay, cool. Yeah, a friend. And he's like, that's a rip. You know, I'm like, like our mom? Wait, do you know who murdered her? <laughs> was it, wait, tell me. Tell me. Goes, I can't tell you. You're going to find out for yourself. And gosh, dang it. He's like, dude, you. What happens? You, you know. You know. I just, I do like how we got to kind of see a clear origin for Barry because we kind of started off, we already know his origin. We just started off like, he's already been the Flash, you know, so do like this kind of callback near the end of the run of mm-hmm. him being, we getting to see his origin, which was cool. Mm-hmm. He's in, I count, <clears throat> lightning strikes him in February and he wakes up in June. Wow. <clears throat> Barry be sleeping. Yeah. Not by choice. Like, it's a happy medium. Like, Barry's first origin, he got struck by lightning, woke up like 10 minutes later, and was like, I'm late for breakfast. Um, I'm late for breakfast. Yikes. um, Which is it? That's an also a callback because in the original Flash origin, goes to the ice for dinner. And there's a waitress that drops a plate of breakfast.
Why is? Oh, but you know. Sorry, my phone was good. going off. It was Tyler. But but it's not for him. And then in that timeline, they go to breakfast. Or dinner. So he's, he's like, like, dinner. And then he was, what is it? Breakfast? And he's like, no, it was. It was. We went to dinner, but we got breakfast. Dinner. We had breakfast for dinner. Ah, clever. It's a clever callback. Joshua Williamson knows his stuff. You can definitely. There's writers that you're like, you only read one book to, and you obviously don't know like how this whole thing worked out. And then there's like Joshua Williamson that's like, yeah, I read my stuff. He knows what he's talking about. He's a genius. Yeah. But then we end and we go into Death in the Speed Force, which is lead on this one, Brian. Oh man, don't make me take the lead. So, <laughs> Speed Force is where all the Force users have to work together because the Speed Force is dying because it was they broke the Speed Force barrier as we know. Hunter Zolan made Wallen very big, the Speed Force barrier, and because they did that, all the forces are now in danger of each other. And the Speed Force user, his name is Steadfast, has to talk to Barry about it, and Barry's like, "Oh man, they gotta go find the other Force users." And work together because the Speed Force has its own entity, and that's Black Flash. And he's trying to kill all the other Force users because he does. Because if you kill a Force user, Speed Force gets a little better, a little stronger. That's what he's because Barry realizes he's slowing down. And so they find Fuerza, who's the strength Force user. Mm-hmm. And once Black Flash tries to kill her, she's like, "Whoa, maybe this is a good idea." And then they find Psych back in Zendia. He's just a jerk, and he ends up. Not listening, and then runs off and makes them fight each other, and then takes off and then Black such Flash a jerk finds move. him. He's such a jerk. He just literally they're like, someone's trying to kill us. We need to. I know you don't like us. But we need to work together so we all can live. Actually, I'm gonna make steadfast fight all you guys, and I'm gonna leave. And then he dies, and I'm like, you kind of have that coming, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but then Flash realizes, okay, Psych is dead, but I'm a little faster now. Like it, it worked. But we can't, we can't do that. Yeah. So it's them having that conflict because it's like death and the speed force because it is death is chasing after them. It's so cool. I love, love that one. It's like the plot that's beautifully woven in. Like it doesn't feel like separate at all. Um, that's going to build up the next book, Rogue's Reign, where Avery and Wallace are like hunting down the rogues that escaped from the greatest trick of all because chronologically... Because this year one is just the flashback book. That's right. It's like within technically within <laughs> seconds of the Great Trick of All. This is true. Barry's a busy guy. Yes, he's really. And then he goes and builds the whole Flash Museum back up. And I freaking love the Speed Lab. I love the Speed Lab. My favorite thing. It's just too bad. I'm so sad. I get it. It's Barry's thing, not Wally's thing, but they completely abandoned the idea in the new Wally run. It's never mentioned again. But but it's like, oh my god. It's the dopest thing to come out of Joshua Williamson's run besides Gus. It's epic. It's epic. It's like the uh, Joshua Yeah, so the Flash TV show did this. Oh, our video descended. Um, video descended. They're like the Flash TV show did this, and it was okay. We're going to do it better. So he's like, huh, Speed Lab and the Flash TV show, basically just an empty room that they talk in? Yeah, I'm going to make this super epic. I'm going to make this the coolest thing you've ever seen. And then, huh, cringiest line in the entire Flash TV show, we are the, the most epic socket to reverse Flash line of all time. Which I'm getting ahead of myself. That happens in finish line. But, you know. But either way, I do like the Speed Force. I do like the... I also like the fact that in Death and Speed Force, I like that we get to see more about Hunter Zolomon coming back because he's kind of been like Mm -hmm. doing his own thing. Um, Yeah. But I do like how he gets his... uh, his redemption arc, and he gets to come back and save them. Because then Barry's like, "I know what happened to you, but you can you you can have a chance at being good." And he does, yeah. and he ends up saving the day, which is awesome. I think the 
Josh Ellington does the thing where he introduces a big villain and he thinks they're going to be the villain for the rest of the run. And then he like resolves their story. Like, well, who's going to be the villain then? And then it keeps going. And you're like, they tease this crisis paradox character. You're like, well, they, he's got to be the big bad. And you're like, nope, they fight him. And it's reverse flash the entire time. I just, I do love the fact that, yeah, you're right, that Reverse Flash has been this whole time manipulating everybody. Because Hunter Zolomon became a bad guy mostly because of what happened with the clown killer. But he's like, he never had a gun. And then that gun came out, he just had a gun. I, he wasn't supposed to have, you know, because he's like, I know him. It wasn't his MO. Yeah. Because Reverse Flash gave it to him. My favorite thing was when Barry says, like, he didn't it. make the bad the exact same thing. Because Barry helps him realize that you're not a bad guy because you made a mistake. You made a mistake, but that doesn't make you a terrible person. Yeah. So, um, himself like that's what Flash did. So, he sacrifices himself to fix the force barrier, which fixes the force barrier, but the flashes get such an influx of speed energy that it kind of also, like, deharmonizes the speed force. That's true. Which, but, <clears throat> I mean, takes place. He did, you know, he did his best. I do like Zombie. Sorry? Yeah. No, I was going to be like, he didn't know that was going to happen. Barry didn't know that was going to happen. Because in Rogue's reign, he's like, why can't I use the speed force? And he, like, tries to use it. And then he's like, what the heck just happened? I love that. I do love the fact that he just... But, you know, doesn't the speed force is one of my favorites that we've read. And I'm going to definitely buy the hard copy for that. I liked that. I liked that that volume. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like it. There's a moment where Iris shows up. And... That Wally being in prison. Which might be really confusing if you didn't read anything else because, like, well, yeah, in the next issue, they bring up Wally. He's like, Linda went and visited him, but she he doesn't want to talk to her. And I'm like, if you don't know, because we talked about this and you helped explain it to me, so I understood. But if you, we hadn't, I would have been like, what the heck? I thought he was dead. Yeah. But, I mean, at, <laughs> least, at least Linda tried to talk to him. Speaks something dead. <laughs> Which is why I refuse to believe Godspeed is dead. Well, we've talked about it's this. True. Actually, we'll get into it again at Flash Age. But, yeah. Rogue's Reign. So, very, like, there's like a big blast of white when um, Hunter fixes the Speed Force. Probably coinciding <laughs> with um, the Year of the Villain, where Perpetua breaks the universe. Um, and in our little headcanon, um, that runs off and teams up the Justice League. Um, and then there's the Barry here that um, fights Captain Cold in the Rogues. That's basically all this story. Um, I mean, the Rogues reign is an amazing story. It's an amazing Rogues story. The Rogues get super souped up Lex Luthor powers and stuff. And Brian finally gets that costume change for the Rogues he was begging for. I do, at the cost of Commander Cold, though. Yeah. There's a nice nod to New 52 where Heatwave's like, yo, did you get your, like, cold powers back? I like that little reference. Granted, I like it better when he has a gun. Yeah. Because it shows his genius whenever he tweaks his gun. But, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. He did get that costume change. It felt, I, I know it sounds weird, but it felt very New 52, his look. Mm-hmm. I like because he wore almost like a instead of that you know jacket and then or like the the hood you know that he usually wears he still had a hood but it was like black with like blue lights on it and it felt very new fifty two. They had like the one central um like exhaust port basically. Yeah, and then golden glider <laughs> is like a mummy, and weather wizard is. Lost his mind. 
Yeah, literally, I don't know why he went so insane. And then, like, Mirror Mask is just, like, solid glass. I liked Mirror Master. Mirror Master's just a jerk, though. That's true. We need to see more of Mirror Master on the Flash TV show. Yeah, it's so true. Oh, there's such... Mirror Master. There's such a good... So, in, um... In Wally West's original run, so before Flashpoint, um, Mir like he had problem, and there's a story where he like tries to hide from the rogues to sniff some cocaine, and Cold finds him and is like, like hurts him, and then says like, if I catch you doing this like one more time, you're off the team, dude. Don't sniff cocaine. Like, Captain it's so... I love stories where you get to see, like, the rogues have more morals than you give them credit for. Yeah, because the rogues aren't... Except in Rogue's Reign, because Michael's been working with the Suicide Squad and he's watched his teammates die over and over and over again. That Then he's just a broken... Kind of, like, hard and bitter and, like, kind of goes a little evil, evil. Yeah, not just, like, bad, like, evil. Like, he's not a good guy. Yeah. I think he calls himself Emperor Cold. I think it's King Cold. King Cold. King Cold. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, way, yeah. You, he's no, not a good guy. Cold normally doesn't kill innocents. Like, tries not to kill cops unless he needs it as like a distraction, really. And like, does not stand up for drugs. Like, he's nope. We don't do drugs. And he also defends his fellow rogues. Right, because they're his family. He ends up hunting them down in this one, especially Golden Glider, because she's she frees because Flash is like in prison and she helps free him. And then, then, then he makes that comment where you're like, Wow, Lenny, you're just really wanting to bite anybody's head off right now. Where he's like, Around my sister, like, don't even try it. Like, dude, you just try and get anything on the Flash now. <laughs> I, he does become obsessed with the Flash. Yeah, like which is always his downfall. He's he's a genius. He's a rogue, but he's obsessed with the Flash. And anytime he he has a chance to take on the Flash or escape, he'll choose to take on the Flash and lose. Mm-hmm. Every which time. is pretty much his downfall in this because he's so obsessed with, de- with defeating the Flash that he turns his own rogues against him. Yeah, they would not have been masters. able to win if Lenny was just like. No, like, I'm going to stick with my family. Like, let's back this down a little. Yeah, if he, he, if he needed to be with the... Because his first one to turn against him is Golden Glider. And then Heatwave's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm with you guys. And then Weather Wizard's like, this is going on. The, the, this, is, this is too much. Mirror Master is just a coward and thinks Cold will win. So he just sides with Cold. Yeah, and the only reason he decides to join them in the end is because he, like, loves um, Golden Glider and hopes that she'll be back with him. Even though she's like, get over it. <laughs> I think that's funny. Yeah. Dude, it's get like, over it. They need him to help it, help them, and she just literally goes, suck it up and get over it. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna it's be... Never going to help us or not, but you need to help us, so get over it. So get over it, or we're all gonna die. <clears throat> yeah. And then at the end... Ooh, Ooh. yes. Tell us about... Right. So basically, we find out the Speed Force is to have them supercharged. So all throughout Rogue's Reign, Kid Flash, Avery, and Flash haven't been using their powers because they have to keep his power dampening collars on so they don't lose it. Mm-hmm. But at the very end, Barry kind of learns how to control his powers. So, but they take, you know, Cold to Arkham, and Barry says, "Take me with you because I'm I'm too dangerous to be kept around." So yeah, because he, he almost Cold. kills Cold because he loses track of his powers. Like. It gets very cold, and then cold, cold is then like pissed off. Mm-hmm. But then takes they get both get dragged off to Arkham, which is crazy because Barry's like, "Take me in! I'm too dangerous to be have. I'm too dangerous. I can't. I can't control my powers. Yeah. I almost killed Snyder, and I can't cross that line, even if he will. Which is sad because I I I felt bad for Barry because he was like, just he's like, I'm dangerous. I'm too dangerous to have around. 
and he's finally kind of getting in a better place with his with his with his friends and stuff. But he's like, I'm too dangerous. But then of course we see in you know the Flash age, he kind of he gets help and he's able to be Flash. Mm-hmm. But he's like super yeah. smart. I think it was a cool kind of thing they touched on is that he's he's well, they didn't touch on it. They talked about it. It's like whole but like how he's supercharged and like the speed force after the forest barrier is protect rebuilt. He's faster than ever. Yeah. Basically, um, Pied Piper helps him like match their frequencies because they say that like, um, harmony, the, the frequency is out of sync. The speed force frequency is out of sync. So Pied Piper, yeah. like frequency is his whole thing. See? Just in time, too, because the mm-hmm. crowd's about to go down, so they need their speed. Yeah. But anyways, the big shock at the end is Barry and Iris are finally sitting down on the couch, like, relaxing, because they're like, man, we had, like, a And then, like, old man Barry shows up. With a warning, a cryptic warning. Mm-hmm. He's like disintegrating. He's dying, and he's like Barry. We messed up. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have saved. Because like, you know, and we in year one, it's the time loop that, you know, Flash loses, comes forward in time with the turtle, and then Flash Flash is supposed to run away, and then the turtle leaves. You know, so then mm-hmm. sixty years down the road, turtle takes over Central City. Flash. Younger Flash was like, I can't live like that. So he broke the paradox, broke the time loop, created a paradox, but it created the villain paradox, who's now been accumulating temporal energy. Not temporal energy. Yeah, yeah, it's temporal energy. Temporal energy. Uh, temporal energy. And that's who, at the very end, I thought it was Dr. Manhattan. It wasn't Dr. Manhattan. It was God's who was talking to Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan, <laughs> paradox. What's wrong with me? He was talking to paradox. Uh-huh. And they change his name. In the scene that you see, it says in. But I guess they changed his name. But. But I mean. I do like that then, like. So, and the whole thing is. They need to stop. God, he's, Paradox is using Godspeed. Godspeed doesn't want to be a bad guy, but he's being mm-hmm. used to do. To take Paradox all throughout time and kill different flashes. And the only one who's ever caught Paradox was reversed. Well, first. We'll get him. First, um, Godspeed was working with Paradox to get, like, the whole story, like, double agent-wise. And then he goes, oh, power grab, too. Good to know. And then he helps Barry try to take on Paradox. And Paradox is like, this is sad. I thought you were on my side. And knocks both of them down. And then he forces Godspeed to work with him. Right. Because Godspeed was doing it voluntarily, but as, like, a double agent. He even tells Barry, I was undercover for years. I know Mm -hmm. how to play the bad guy. Which he hints at in that one time where he takes all the speed force from everybody. Because he had, he knew Paradox was bad, but he knew he couldn't do anything without Barry's help. So he yeah. needed to play the bad guy. Because as, as, as much as it didn't turn out well, he thought that if he could bring Paradox to Barry, they could work together and kill him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Paradox is too powerful. And the only one who can stop Paradox is... Reverse Flash and Reverse Flash is dead, so Barry has to go basically wait outside his house oh. for, for Reverse Flash to kill his mother, and then get him to be like Paradox has escaped, which is horrible. It's so sad because you see the the Red Streak run in there and then a scream and the Red Streak run uh-huh. out. And Barry has to go it's grab. It's so like, painful. Horrible. Where he goes, no matter where, no matter when in the timeline, I know somewhere he will always be. You're like it's horrible. <laughs> It's so sad, but I do, I I do like Reverse Flash being an absolute jerk about it. Yeah, and I don't then, like he's a uh, jerk about it. I love the writing though, because it makes you hate him even more. That he's like, whoa, whoa, chill. Think, I just you your think Hold Joshua on. Williamson is gonna give him this like redemption arc because he doesn't kill Paradox? Because he's he like, a, yeah, he's like, what would the Flash do? And so he saves Paradox instead. And so then, then like, it just never becomes oh, paradox. He's gonna have like his own redemption arc and be a good guy. And then he freaking snaps Godspeed's neck. 
He like comes up behind him and it just says snap. And I see Gus's head like he's holding Gus's head at an angle that obviously he's broke his neck. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I've been worried this whole time Paradox would kill him. And then I go to the next page and who does it? Of course. Why didn't I see that coming? Uh, it's such good. It, you don't expect it even though like that's the one villain you would expect it from. It plays with my emotions. Well, because he had a slight redemption because this whole time he's saying, let's just kill Paradox. Go back before his Paradox and kill him. I knew I and because Rose Flash is like, I know how this works. And he tell him, Barry, if you're going to mess with time, you do it my way. And we do mm-hmm. it right or you're going to mess things up like a rookie. Yeah. And I love that. I do. Okay. I don't, I say I love it, but I don't technically because he's a bad guy, but I do like how it's written. So it's like reverse logic, constantly taunting Barry and being like, you're such a rookie at this dude. You suck at this. When it comes with the timeline. And because he's done it so many times that he's a living paradox. That's why he keeps coming back to life. It doesn't matter. He will always be the reverse flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, at the very end, he snaps Godspeed's neck. And then it's, and he's like, you have your family. I will have mine. And leaves. Which gets to my Honestly, it's only because it's the last one. If he wrote another one, it would probably be my favorite. But the finish line is my favorite one. I love finish line. It is fantastic. So finish line, because he's like, hey, um, I'm going to need to, like, Eobard is like, I'm going to get my own Flash family, basically. Um, and so... He goes and recruits different people from different timelines. So, like, Grodd, before he was, um, you know, sick, when he had, like, the Speed Force in him. And then Captain Cold and Golden Glider, before they before they were put in prison and he became King Cold. It's It says it's two years before this. Yes. I think it's during a heist that we were, we're supposed to recognize too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So it's like all during. We're supposed to kind of recognize when he's taking them. Yeah. Why am I blanking? Who else is on his team? Uh, Trickster. Trickster, that's right. And it's right before Greatest Trick. And well, it's during Greatest Trick, I think. Turtle. Turtle, of course. I think that's it. And then Dawn and Dawn eventually to. Yeah, done and done. I'm not gonna lie to you. One of the best parts is when Bart is telling because like Don, his the guy, the son, Don. Yep. Is so Don saying is saying like Don is going off about like, yeah, you know you were Barry, Dad, he's like, you weren't around, you were doing this, that and Bart and Bart is like, I know what it's like to not have it to dad have a dad that's not there, alright? It's I know what it's like. And then Don is like he looks down and goes and I'm like, oh, and he goes, he says, Dad, and I'm like, oh my, no, not Dad. He says, son, or something like that. I don't remember which one it is. Either way, I'm it's finding such, the page right now. It's such a shock, and then I'm like, holy crap, because he's like, oh yeah, he's like, I have a dad that wasn't there, and then he's like, Bart, son, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was, I literally, I'm like, this got so emotional so fast. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it to be that emotional that fast. Yeah, it it hits you. You're like, well, that happened. Well, that happened. My emotions have been played with. I'm not okay anymore. Me, me, we're watching, reading that part. I'm not okay. I'm not, I'm not okay. okay. It's not okay today. Not, not, it was so good, though, to see that. Because it is, it, it plays with your emotions. But it should. Because it's sad. That Don and Don, and then I do like how he just touches them. He grabs his hand, and they get in the vibrational frequency that they're supposed to be at, and they go back and, to their time. Got it. Um, let's introduce our family. So Don says, let us introduce us to our family that ignored us. Bart said, we never got a real chance to meet, but I know this isn't you. You don't want to do this to Grandpa. You know what we thought your father left us. Says I know what it's like to grow up to a dad, but I was lucky to find a family to fill that role, and I never gave up hope that you'd be here with us someday. So please, and then it says, 
the bar, sorry, they, about you. And then they say, what, what happened to us? Where are we? When are we? Thawne did something to us. He used some kind of power in the negative speed force to make us like this. Tell our mom we're sorry. I saw her, but was afraid to tell her myself. That's what Girl Dawn says. And then you saved us, son. We're going home. I'm proud of you. That's so emotional. I wasn't ready for that comic. I wasn't ready for that page, dude. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What? Wait. It gives the um. It gives the connotation that so the Tornado Ten twins originally died fighting the um, Dominators in the future, which is why they never like referenced again. So it gives the connotation that Thawne saved them before they died, like right before they died, and then like affected them with the negative speed force, which is why they acted the way they did. Well, that's why they're a bunch of jerks. Mm-hmm. But it's so sad, that line especially. And then he said, you saved us, and, and I'm proud of you, son. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I'm it's like, so oh, good. my emotions. So... So con um so Bart, his his dad is Don, so D O N, and then his mom, Bart's mom, is Melanie Thawne. Yikes. So that's a future descendant in the Thawne line. And she married Don Allen and her dad, President Thawne, who's like the president of EarthGov, which is like the United Earth Government. Is a horrible person. He's like the Thon, the Eobard Thon in the 30th century. But um, he's a horrible person. He hates speedsters. Basically, he's not a speedster, but he hates them. Um, Jerk face. And then he hates. Is so mad that his daughter married Don. Like he's like it is. Like you betrayed me. Like so. That's where Bart comes in. Um, and then Girl Dawn. She marries a guy. Gabus Ogonauts. And um, their daughter is XS. That's XS? Yeah, that's XS. Okay. So XS and Bart are cousins. So she's the... Um, the African-American girl with the, like, ass lightning bolt on her in the white and blue outfit. Cool. She's who Nora was supposed to be in the TV show. Why couldn't they just have Jay, Jay and Iray or Don and Don? Right. Like, why fudge the comics so bad? That is like, oh, it's Nora and... Either way, it's like... Just have Don and Don or Jay and Ira. Like that would have been so much better. They even reference the same actors. Because when they do, I think they do. Say when Dawn. Nora and Barry go back in time, in, like special episode, Thawne says, "Oh, is this you know? Is this Don?" That's right. He does say, "Is this Don?" Like it's Nora. He's like, "Oh, interesting." And then. Thon's like, oh, you mess with the timeline. Yeah. Okay, so what I was saying about the Flash TV show, where another thing they, like, make better that the Flash TV show does horrible, is in the TV show, like, Barry's struggling with all this weight he has on him, and then I was just like, oh, Barry, like, you don't have to take this all on your own, because you're not the Flash, Barry. You're not. We're the Flash. And you're like, wrong. <laughs> It's so cringy. But in one. this, um, Hunter t- took control of Barry's body. And then Barry, like, ejects him through Speed Force Mumbo Jumbo. And then, um, like, we could have been greater together. You can't ever share your glory. Only Barry Allen can be the Flash. Like, you're so selfish that only you can be the flash and then he goes that's what you never understood thon i'm not the flash alone we're the flash and it's like with the whole flash family and, and it's epic like, instead of cringy it just sends like shivers down your spine because you're like wow and that's after he saves um jesse and um max max what what's his last what's the other i can't remember all of a sudden Method. 
Max, yeah. I and it's after he saves them too, and then Jay already showed up to help protect them, and it's like uh-huh. awesome. And then Bart goes instead of being more people and brings back oh, characters you didn't know still existed, like Ira, I think shows up wearing Bart's uniform. Yeah, uniform. Wearing previous before Flashpoint. Um, then all the renegades was, show up. Jay Garrick from Earth 2 shows up, so the new 52 Jay Garrick. Um, Kingdom Come Wally West shows up. Dark Flash shows up. Mina shows up. Just a bunch of people. Freaking Crackle shows up. I love that everyone just showed up to help because they're like, you know what? I I do love the very end, though. And Flash is like, you know, verse flash. He says, "Like I, I, I have to get past what you did, mm-hmm. or else I'm never going to be able to." And you always keep coming back. And then verse tries to kill him, and then he phases. He goes, "What'd you do?" And he goes, "I grounded you." Like I, you will I own. forgive you. I forgive you, and I, and I and I am your lightning rod now. So you had, are no longer a paradox. Mm-hmm. And I do love that verse flash is then upset because he's like, "I'll forget everything," and Barry's and Barry's almost like not in a mean way, but like, "Good, you can live an actual good life." Yeah, and I love. And then he sees, we get to see him get to be, um, get to be happy as the curator of the Flash. He's just a good, he's a good guy. It's it's, 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 not who Reverse Flash was. It's sad that someone let that much grief control their life. You're like, darn right it is, Eobard. I, I do yeah. like you, but I do oh, reading this whole series and finishing at the very end. It very much felt like I finished like a fifteen season series, like fifteen seasons worth of a show. Yeah, like that's what it felt. Like. It all came to the perfect close, and I was like, you know what, this was perfect. It is so good. Like, it, and it was well wrapped up so well, where they kind of referenced things that already happened and. In past Flash, like Josh Reynolds in past Flash comics, they brought other characters back. They saw it referenced everything. They had villains that we'd seen all throughout the comics come back to help reverse Flash. Hunter Solomon got a redemption. Same with Godspeed. It was just so, it was wrapped up just so incredibly well. Which is what um, Joshua Williamson was like. New 52 kind of like obliterated the Flash family. So he's like, my goal was to bring. And he did. And he nailed it. Yeah. He nailed it. But, like, we could spend, and we could talk more about this forever, but this episode's already really, really long. So, um, let's end this. I'm so excited because I've already started watching the first three episodes. But we're going to be talking about the Swamp Thing TV show next time. I know. It's going to be crazy not hearing us talk about The Flash, and we're going to miss it. But we are excited to talk about Swamp Thing. Are you excited, Brian? I'm pumped, dude. I don't know much about Swamp Thing. But I remember hearing about this show and people being like, it was pretty good. I'm like, I have to watch this. Yeah. So we're really really excited for that. Go and leave us um, some support. Leave us a five-star review. If you enjoyed this, like, three-episode long, if you like it, if you want to see more of this, um, we love doing it. As always, this this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Pretty much anywhere you put podcasts in your holes. Signing off. Peace out, y'all. Peace out.